Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for standing by. Welcome to Colabor's first quarter 2021 earnings call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Following the presentation, we will conduct a question and answer session open to analysts only. Instructions will be provided at that time for you to queue up for questions. If anyone has any difficulties hearing the conference, please press star followed by zero for operator assistance at any time. Before turning the meeting over to management, I would like to remind listeners that this conference contains forward-looking information within the meaning of applicable Canadian securities laws and subject to a number of risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results to differ materially from those anticipated. I refer the audience to the (coughs) forward-looking statement as detailed in the presentation supporting this conference call and available on the company's website in the investors section under events and presentation at www.colabor.com. Furthermore, risks are discussed throughout the MDNA for the 13-week period ended March 31, 2021 under the heading Risks. I would like to remind everyone that this conference is being recorded today, May 4, 2021. I will now turn the conference over to Louis Frenette, President and CEO. Please go ahead, sir. Thank you, Sylvie. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Calabar's Group uh, 2021 First Quarter Results Conference Call. Uh, This is Louis Frenette, President and Chief Executive Officer. Yesterday evening, we released our earnings results for the 12-week period ended March 20, 2021. The press release and disclosure documents can be found on the our website and uh, at uh, www.cdar.com. I'm joined today by Marie-France Laberge, our corporate controller and interim chief financial officer. Before I review our uh, operational results, I would once again take this moment to thank our team members for their dedication and hard work during these unprecedented times. Because of everyone's contribution, we are entering 2021 in a very good position. During the entire duration of our first quarter, the province of Quebec was in lockdown and restaurants in most regions were only allowed to offer off-premise dining. Because of our our diversified customer base and mitigation measures quickly implemented from the onset of the pandemic, we delivered improved profitability, generated good cash flow, and further reduced our leverage, which stands at 1.7 times debt to uh, adjusted EBITDA. As discussed on the previous call, we also concluded an important milestone with the refinancing of our lending facilities in February and redeeming all outstanding convertible unsecured subordinated debenture on March 23rd. We expect this refinancing to reduce our annual financial expenses by approximately $1 million, 
and uh, provide us with the necessary available liquidity to execute our growth strategy. While the pandemic continues to weigh heavily on a segment of our market, we remain committed to executing our strategy by further improving our operations and offering while setting the stage for the future growth in our distribution segment. During the first quarter, we hired and trained a handful of new sales and marketing professionals who are dedicated to expanding our distribution activities. Our objective is, our objective is for these investments to gradually begin paying off in 2022. As our new as our renewed sales force starts developing new street-focused business in new territories, primarily in Western Quebec. We are also seeing the benefit of our cross-selling initiative, uh, which we launched earlier in 2020, with our specialty meat offering, which is Lausanne, now being sold into our distribution segment. On the offering front, we work on the repositioning of our private label brand and concluded an exclusive partnership agreement with Maturin, an emerging supplier of locally sourced farm-to-table produce and food products. Through this partnership, we can start introducing a more highly differentiated offering that is aligned with consumers changing habits and growing preference towards locally grown and locally sourced food products. On the uh, optimization front, we continue to share best practices across the organization and improve our information system and happy to say that a lot of this heavy lifting has been uh, done. More recently, at the end of April, we announced the appointment of Pierre Blanchette as Senior Vice President and CFO. Mr. Blanchette has over 25 years of experience in the field of corporate finance, most recently as Senior Vice President global treasury and taxation at Fiera Capital. We look forward to uh, his contribution in the pursuit of our growth and optimization plan. Mr. Blanchette will join us starting May 25th. I wish to thank Marie-France Laberge, who stepped up in the role of CFO and interim. She was instrumental in our recent refinancing and demonstrated strong leadership as we navigated to this unprecedented storm. As we stand today, the province of Quebec remains uh, in lockdown and restaurant dining room are closed. Our customer diversification and broad geographical reach within the province should position us well this summer. Hopefully, restaurants can soon resume their dining operations. Until then, we're working hard to ensure that we come out of the gate strong. With this, Marie-France, I turn the call over to you for a review of our financial results. Thank you, Louis, and good morning, everyone. I'm pleased to be here with you uh, today to re review our financial results for the first quarter of 2021. The first quarter consolidated sales from continuous activities were down 23.3% to 85.6 million. Sales in the distribution segment decreased by 29%, to 57.3 million, mainly from lower volume related to the COVID-19 pandemic, which affected us during the entire quarter compared with only the two last weeks of Q1 of last year. 
and from a term the termination of a specialty distribution contract that took effect in the middle of February 2020 and represented 8.6 million in the first quarter of last year. The decrease in volume from the pandemic and the legacy contract was mitigated by an increase in retail sales. Sales in the wholesale segment decreased by 8.2% to 36.5 million, mainly from the effect of the pandemic and from lower inter-segment sales, resulting from the volume decline in distribution segment and mitigated by growth in certain customer accounts and new retail customers. The adjusted EBITDA from continuing operation reached 3.8 million or 4.5% of sales compared with 3.7 million or 3.3% in the first quarter of last year. The improvement in margins stems from efficiency measures implemented during 2020, lower headcount and 1.2 million in subsidies. This was mitigated by effect of lower sales volume resulting from the ongoing pandemic. The net earnings from continuing operation were negative 1 million, up from a loss of 1.9 million during the first quarter of last year. Cash flow from operating activities amounted to 5.4 million in Q1 2021, down slightly from 5.6 million in Q1 of last year an account of higher use of, working of our working capital, which stood at 29.9 million versus 31.2 million in Q4 2020, and mitigated by higher adjusted EBITDA. As at March 2020, our net debt, including the convertible debenture and net cash amounted to, 2021, sorry, amounted to 50.5 million compared to 52.1 million at the end of fiscal 2020. Our financial leverage ratio stand at 1.7 times versus 1.8 times at the end of fiscal 2020. The pandemic will continue to have an impact on our sales and short-term adjusted EBITDA. However, because of the quick implementation of cost preservation measures and the support of the federal subsidies, we do not expect this situation to have a material impact on our available liquidity. I will now like to turn the call over to the operator for the Q&A period. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do have any questions at this time, please press star followed by one on your touchtone phone. You will then hear a three prompt acknowledging as your request. And if you decide to withdraw your question, please press star followed by two. And if you're using a speakerphone, we do ask that you please lift the handset first before pressing any keys. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have any questions, which will be coming from analysts, please press star followed by one. And your first question will be from Kyle McPhee at Cormark Securities. Please go ahead. This year, build your credit history with the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. No credit checks to apply. Get started at Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Chime checking account and a 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Hi, everyone. Um, first question for me. So regarding the, the net impact of COVID, we know some channels like food service are hit hard. Some like retail are a, a nice, you know, partial positive offset during COVID. But I suspect Collaboard's been also picking up new business through the pandemic, stuff like new customers and channels that will stick around 
even after COVID's over. So can you help um, me quantify these, these new and potentially permanent sources of revenue that, that are kind of buried in your results? Just to, to help us all better understand what, where your results could settle down after COVID. Yes, uh, thanks, Kyle. Uh, yes, uh, we we did gain some uh, uh, new business uh, during the COVID, and uh, one of the restaurant business was going uh, slower. Uh, so we gained institutions and we gained uh, retail customers. So uh, the good news with institutions is that uh, we're uh, under contract with them, and it's for long term. So uh, yes, we'll uh, we'll keep them after without giving any numbers. Uh, this is the good news. And uh, about the retail business that we gain, um, as I told uh, before, uh, we gain uh, those uh, those stores uh, on on a filler type. Uh, uh, representation. So we're helping the, the retail stores that couldn't get uh, the, the products from uh, the suppliers and uh, we were helping and then uh, uh, we continue to serve them uh, through backdoor uh, because they, uh, they appreciate our offering. So uh, I expect that uh, when everything will be back to normal, 100% normal, yes, we'll lose some uh, of these uh, retail guys. But uh, we'll definitely uh, keep a good portion as we appreciate our uh, fish, meat, and uh, calabar business. Got it. Okay. Uh, that's helpful. Um, are, are you able to provide an update on Calabar's push into, into the western side of Quebec? You, you briefly mentioned it in your prepared remarks. Um, but, you know, you know, maybe something more substantial, like is, is your sales team already on the ground and getting traction out there at all? Yeah, uh, we actually, we uh, we started uh, then recruiting uh, in February. We hired uh, a new uh, a new uh, team of sales reps with a director, uh, district sales manager, and uh, they're they're located uh, in the Greater Montreal area, and uh, they started selling just a few weeks ago. And uh, the news, yes, uh, we're picking up some sales. But it's too early to, uh, to 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 predict uh, the final results. But uh, so far, it's as planned, and uh, this will pay back. We'll pay back starting in 2022. So we're happy about that, and uh, we're making some noise with that. Got it. Okay. Uh, next question. So when thinking about the food service channel normalizing after COVID, um, I'm wondering if it should fully normalize back to, to where it was, you know, back in 2019 in Quebec, or, or are there going to be any permanent losses uh, of clients um, because of things like restaurants going out of business? So, so to this point, can, can you provide me with any color on your food service channel customer base and whether or not they will have all survived the pandemic? Yeah, there's uh, many answers to that question. First, uh, in background, we're uh, we're used in uh, this business to have restaurants that close. Uh, uh, a lot of restaurants close every year and reopen under another name. So, uh, uh, yes, uh, there can be some uh, some of uh, the restaurants that will not reopen. Uh, but uh, so far, most of our restaurants are ordering uh, smaller. Uh, orders as they're only uh, up and running for uh, takeout uh, business. So uh, 
uh, we can expect that with the uh, with the vaccine and the numbers getting uh, relatively better in Quebec, uh, that uh, it will reopen, and uh, we should expect that uh, uh, when the terrace opens and then the in dining opens, uh, it will be uh, it will be back to I don't know close to normal. I'm not sure about the hotels. Uh, hotels, uh, not, not sure that uh, we'll have many European travelers in Quebec this summer, but I don't think so. But the uh, the restaurants uh, should uh, pick up uh, more and more as uh, the uh, the dining opens. So it should be okay. Okay, thank you for that, Keller. Um, just on the more immediate impact of COVID, can you provide us an update on what you're seeing so far in, in Q2? Is it really just more of the same uh, as everything's still locked down or are things getting a little bit better or worse so far in, in Q2? Well, uh, if we compare with last year, uh, it's better because last year, uh, uh, what happened is that the uh, restaurants shut down totally, like they weren't prepared for the takeout. So they had time to practice uh, over the year and uh, they were most of the restaurants were uh, started to have. Uh, we can say that most of the restaurants had the takeout uh, measures uh, in June of last year, and that's when it, in uh, the dining reopened. So uh, again, uh, uh, we can expect that the uh, the, the business will uh, catch back, but the uh, so far in Q2 uh, uh, it's a bit better. Got it. Okay. Um, just um, on your employee compensation expense line item, uh, as a percentage of sales, I noticed it spiked up a bit versus the level that, that typically prevails uh, and prevailed all of last year. So c can you offer some, some color on, on why this happened? Maybe you brought back some labor, but revenue didn't rebound commensurate. Um, any color on that would, would be helpful. Yeah. So uh, we had uh, we, we had measures uh, when everything was shut down, uh, where we uh, we had to uh, right size the organization uh, uh, by a third, as uh, we communicated uh, last year, and uh, we did with business picking up a bit with the uh, with the takeout and uh, the new customers. Uh, we had to rehire some people, and also we have to. Uh, to be careful with the reopening. So we're preparing for the grand reopening soon. So uh, we, we needed to have some people and labor uh, stuff to, uh, to get. Um, maybe I can add that uh, with our pro, uh, with what we're doing with the new sales uh, district in greater Montreal area, we're investing for the future. And uh, yes, uh, put more, uh, more expenses, uh, but uh, it's under control, and uh, we're still not where we were in terms of uh, workforce as we were in 2019. Got it. Okay. Um, and, and and last question for me on on your capex. Can you can you guide me to the the updated budget for this year? It looks like it's tracking much lower than your your prior comments. So just looking for an update there. Marie-France. Yes, effectively for the, the 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 Q1 and maybe probably Q2, the we have some delay with the COVID with some projects, but uh, in Q3 and Q4 should be back to normal and uh, and uh, the capex expense should be uh, comparable with the past two years. Got it. 
Okay, thank you for answering my questions. That's it for me. Thank you. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we are currently taking questions from analysts. And if you do have a question, please press star followed by one. And at this time, we have no further questions. I would like to turn the call back over to Mr. Frenet. Thank you, Sylvie, and uh, thank you, Kyle, for your questions. Uh, it has now been more than a year since the pandemic started. Uh, because of the contribution of ever, everyone in our team, we were able to navigate this uh, unprecedented storm and maintain a good financial situation. This, uh, the improvements we uh, have done to our business will position us well moving forward. Looking ahead, we remain committed pursuing the transformation of Calabar by focusing on our broadline distribution activities in Quebec, delivering efficiencies and improving our employer brand. This concludes our call for the first quarter of 2021. We are uh, holding our uh, virtual AGM today at uh, 11. Uh, I look 10. forward, sorry, at 10.30. I look forward to sp speaking with uh, some uh, of you in a short while. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe and healthy. Thank you, Monsieur Frenet. Ladies and gentlemen, this does indeed conclude your conference call for today. Once again, thank you for attending. And at this time, we do ask that you please disconnect your lines. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.